Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Keystone Schools podcast, Keystone Unplugged. This podcast is hosted by Keystone staff, and the goal of each episode is to provide you with some insight and resources to help you in your educational journey. Enjoy. Hello, Keystone, and welcome to our last episode for Keystone Unplugged until um, for the summer months. You are here today with the Student Success Advisors at Keystone. My name is Mrs. Aubrey Kresh. I'm the Manager of Student Engagement. We also have Miss Natalie Bond. She's a Student Success Advisor, and Mr. Ryan Lombardo, also Student Success Advisor. Today, we will be discussing wrapping up courses and avoiding the summer slump that's a big topic for this time of year isn't it guys a huge one (laughs) yeah and a very important one to consider because as we all know the nicer the day the harder it is to stay on the computer and focus on your homework and schoolwork um What are some ways that we can help our students stay on track with their schoolwork during these summer months? Well, the best thing that you can probably do, at least one of the best things I can think that you can do, is you can uh, incorporate reading throughout your summer months. If you're not going to take extra classes with Keystone, um, choose a couple books. Choose a summer reading list um, and challenge yourself a little bit. Maybe something you've never read before or even some, uh, you know, general leisurely reading. Okay. That's always my favorite thing to do in the summer and throughout the year, but definitely in the summer to have a summer reading list. I know growing up, my goal was always to read all the new books in the library that I didn't get to read during the school year because I was busy doing my homework and Mm -hmm. so go to the library once a week and try and get through all the new books that they had added to the the student collection of reading um so that's a great idea mr lombardo Mm -hmm. i would also say whether you're just doing a a summer reading list for fun or you're working through keystone courses um both ways having some sort of schedule to follow so you know if you want to do a reading list setting goals for yourself so you know if you want to read three books throughout the summer one in june one in july one in august or whatever your goal might be and if you're working on keystone courses having that schedule for yourself you know it is possible to finish keystone courses over the summer months um but you do have to be working steadily in them to be able to do that so Uh, having a schedule of what you're going to get done each week and then figuring out how you're going to do that each day as well is very important uh, to to be able to actually finish in that time frame. The summer uh, goes by quickly, as we all know. So having a a schedule to follow is really important. You can do that at Keystone um, using Mm -hmm. the assessment pacer in your student and support applications or the SSAs, the student success advisors, we're here to help you. So you can always reach out to us and schedule one-on-one, join our Q&A with the SSAs on Tuesdays from noon to two Eastern time. That's just a drop-in 
time to ask us any questions you have uh, and we can help you make a schedule too if you need. That's great. You can also email us at studentsuccess oh, at keystonehighschool.com yeah. <laughs> as well too. Um, and kind of going back to that reading thing, I know a lot of like public libraries offer like summer reading minutes. So check out with your local mm -hmm. um, public library because they could offer like a summer reading challenge that you can partake in as well too. So yes, both are really great ideas. Um, one of my favorite techniques is the Pomodoro technique. Um, that is where students can set a timer and I would recommend between 20 and 25 minutes. And during those 20 and 25 minutes, you work on a task within your courses um, and you focus on that task during that time. And then when the timer goes off, you're gonna set the timer again for like a five, 10 minute break. Um, setting timer is really good to kind of help your body know that it needs to focus during that time and concentrate on that particular task. And then during break time, when you set the timer, it also helps you not lose track of time and to be able to come back and no um, mindless scrolling forever. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we want to avoid taking breaks longer than we need to or getting caught up in an activity out, you know, that could distract you from your school time. Um, and then you want to set the timer for about three different segments of 20 to 25 minutes. And then after that third segment, you can take a longer break. So I would set it for 15 to 30 minutes. You know, make sure that you're during those breaks, getting up and moving away from your computer. Maybe you take a lap around the house. Maybe you do a chore. Um, maybe you get a snack or something. Um, just get up and away from the computer because just that refreshing of the brain from the movement can really help. Mr. Lombardo, how important is it to um, have check-ins with an accountability partner during this time? It's crazy important. So if you're looking to, uh, you know, either further your uh, timeline in your educational process throughout the summer, summer by taking a, uh, a class or two, um, it's a really good idea because the summertime is an incredibly distracting time. So it's a really good idea to get on a regular, um, you know, it sounds very formal, but kind of like a meeting schedule with your accountability partner, parent or guardian, whoever's uh, keeping, you know, tabs on how you're doing uh, in your courses and everything, just to make sure that you are staying on track and staying with the uh, the course so you can finish everything, you know, within the summertime, because we have to remember that these courses, regardless if you're taking them in the summertime or traditional school year, they were designed to take 180 hours to complete, at least for the instruction mm -hmm. part of the class. Um, so the realm of a standard school year, you're taking that and you're compressing it into two, two and a half months or so here in the summertime. So it's a really good idea to make sure that you are, uh, you know, getting with your accountability partner on a very regular basis. My personal recommendation would be at the very least once a week to make sure that you have a set goal for the upcoming week and to uh, make sure that you are completing the goals that you set for the previous week. Um, but make it as often as you need. If you need to meet every other day or even every day and kind of go over exactly what you need to be doing, you know, that's uh, something that you need to be doing as well. 
Um, just kind of make sure that you're, um, you know, staying on top of everything because you don't want to end up getting to the end of the summer and still have a large portion of the class to finish because mm -hmm. then you're out of luck and you're out of time. Um, but we can always, you know, work on things after that, do extensions uh, if you need to push the class out further or anything like that. And kind of going along with that about, you know, you don't want to run out of time. You know, if you are looking to move to the next grade level and focus on the next grade level by a certain time, it would, it is our recommendation that you focus on your core courses. So those are your maths, your sciences, your social, your social studies, your English um, courses, um, because those are what's going to advance you to the next grade level. Whereas electives, they're important and they're needed to graduate, but the cores are what's going to advance you to that next grade level. So if you needed to just focus down on a couple courses, we would re recommend the core courses. And just keep in mind that grades cannot be rushed. Grading cannot be rushed by our Keystone teachers. It takes a minimum uh, or it takes Keystone teachers have 72 business hours to be able to grade your assignments. And so those cannot be rushed. So if you know that your deadline is approaching soon, make sure that you're getting in those graded assignments. I would say a minimum of one week prior to your due date. So you have time for the teachers to grade. And if you need to resubmit them, you have that time as well, too. And you have time for the turnaround for transcripts and exactly transcript transcripts also take seven to ten business days to be able to be sent out upon completion of the course as well too so you're looking at about two weeks um, for everything to be finalized and wrapped up and to be you know submitted for completion as well too so make sure you're taking that into account when you have a deadline approaching um, if I apologize no go ahead um, especially if you are taking a class with us and having it transferred to a different uh, organization mm -hmm. or a different school. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that you really want to do if you're coming up on a personal deadline, maybe a deadline that like a school district has given you or something, you want to be able to, you want to have a, a an open conversation with your school's directors, their guidance department, registrar, whoever is going to be the uh, contact admin for the school that you're currently going to. If you happen to come upon your deadline with them, you're going to need to talk to them about getting ex like extensions for that school or talking okay. about a deadline and when you, we can get transcripts sent and everything like that. So you just want to have like an open dialogue and be open and honest about, you know, how the class is going and when you're going to have everything done. Yeah, and with that, you can always access um your progress in your student application to see you know how far along you are and what your grades are. And your support person can access your progress reports in the support application at any time. So they are welcome to access those before your transcripts are ready to be able to send to whatever other school you might be transferring credits to from over the mm -hmm. summer. Um, if you're not planning to stay at Keystone and let them know, hey, we are 75% complete and my grade is a 90%, but I have that 25% left to go. 
I know my deadline is this week, but can I have another week to get it done or whatever it might be? Mm -hmm. um, but you can always access that progress in the student and support applications as well. Mm -hmm. And purchase the extensions right within the support application as well. Too. Yeah, if you need beyond the one year due date. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Um, so we know that focusing on schoolwork and, you know, making sure that you are avoiding the summer slump by staying engaged um, with reading or just doing um, educational um, curriculum worksheets over the summer. But what about, you know, having a break and enjoying summer? Um, do you have any ideas or recommendations for that, Miss Bond? Sure. So it's really good to take breaks uh, and let your mind rest. You don't want to be doing school 24-7 all year long. Um, you need to give your, your brain a break and your body a break and your mind a break. Uh, so whether that's you take a week off or you take a couple weeks off and you plan that into your schedule or you're just remembering to take breaks throughout the day is really important. Uh, I know for me personally, taking a break while I'm working and focusing on things on the computer during the work day is very difficult to remember to do. I get into something and then the next thing I know, it's four hours later and I haven't stood up from my desk at all. <laughs> so there are things to help you with that. Um, whether it's writing it down in your actual scheduler during the Pomodoro. If you need a technology reminder, uh, there are browser extensions that you get. You can get to add to your computer browser that kind of interrupt you while you're working on your schoolwork and say, hey, get off of here, go take a break. So for oh, example, cool. for Chrome extensions, for they're called green breaks. Yeah, they're called brain breaks. There's different ones. There's one that's called break timer, um, mindful break, move it, your minder, uh, which reminds you to, to sit nicely and get up and stretch. Uh, I know we all kind of start to slump when we're sitting at the computer for a while and that's not good for your body. So, yes. you know, you can check those out and remember um, to help them use them to help you to remember to take breaks throughout the day and find which one works best for you. Everybody likes a little bit different kind of break, um, but using those is a really helpful way to, again, remind yourself and using that accountability partner and support person that might be home with you during the summer if they're there uh, to remind you, hey, you've been on the computer for 30 minutes, you should probably get up and go do something uh, is really good too. Absolutely. And there are other things that you can do in order to keep from getting stuck in the summer slump, um, especially when, mm -hmm. um, you know, for you accountability partners, you can practice hobbies together with your, your student, you know, um, you could dive into something that neither of you have ever uh, experienced before, such as like, you know, build a garden if you have the space for it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, learn how to cook, learn how to play an instrument or something, you know, as even as traditional. My favorite as, brain break like, during the day is going down to my garden and looking at everything. So <laughs> yeah. I am a proponent of going to the garden. <laughs> but even as something as traditional as like learning how to knit or cross stitch or something, you know, mm -hmm. anything that you yeah. can do to, uh, you know, build a new skill or keep your brain busy, you know, will help mm -hmm. with retaining all of the, uh, you know, skills that you learned in your classes throughout the summertime. Mm -hmm. And it gives you a way to be mindful and 
relax in between your schoolwork. And it's always such a like proud moment when you finish a task like that, whether it's a garden or knitting a scarf or something. Uh, it's always such a proud moment when you see your hard work completed, either for yourself or giving it as a gift to someone else. Yes, exactly. And kind of as speaking along those levels, you know, we all know that it's it gets harder the nicer the weather it, it gets out. But make sure that you reward yourself for your compliment, your accomplishments that you have made so far within your schooling. You know, mm-hmm. maybe set little goals for yourself or, or discuss with your accountability partner, like what you guys can go out and do if you complete a course or if you finally finish that big project you have been working on. You know, you all deserve those um, rewards for doing the hard work and putting in the time that you need to be successful uh, with your Keystone courses. And, you know, make sure to have fun, you know, make fun of make fun of your school day as as well, too. You know, maybe get the hard courses done and out out of the way with in the morning and then work on the classes that are easy and enjoyable for you later in the day because you're going to need as much internal motivation as possible um, throughout the day to, to make you be successful at Keystone. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to review? I just wanted to add one way too to make it fun and give yourself some motivation uh, that a lot of people kind of don't think about as a possibility, change up your school space. You know, you don't have to work at home. I know a lot of times the student success advisors, uh, when it's nice out, we end up working outside uh, or, you know, going to a cafe and working or even just working at the local library or something. But you can switch up your school space and that's okay. If, especially if you're feeling stuck and you're mm-hmm. feeling bored working at your normal school space in your home, take it and move it. Even just going out to the patio to work can be such a refresh that it it really gets you motivated or you know like I said going to the library or downtown or something uh, it can really give your mind a reset and help you enjoy that nice weather that we hopefully will have this summer as well yeah great idea Um, anyone that ever you know speaks with me on like a one-on-one or anything I always get a lot of questions (laughs) like you know how can uh you know we work faster to get through these courses and things like that. How can I finish earlier? The one thing I always add on to everything is rest. Give your brain, Mm -hmm. you know, I am a big Mm -hmm. proponent of, you know, while students need mental stimulation, students also need rest. Um, But Mm -hmm. just because, you know, school is out for the summer and everything, that does not mean that your learning should stop overall. So the only way that students really begin to love learning is if, if it's an ongoing experience, an ongoing process. So, you know, keep your students active and just have a great and enjoyable summer. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you guys for joining me here today for our last episode of Keystone Unplugged uh, before the summer starts. So Keystone students and families, we hope you have a great summer and you utilize some of these tips that we have shared with you today. And again, if you guys have any questions um, and you want to review your school plan, school schedule, need help with navigation, motivation, time management, or any other general questions that you may have, the Keystone Student Success Advisors are here to help you be successful with your Keystone schoolwork. So everyone, thank you again and have a great summer. 